shape. Oh, yeah. Woo. Feel the burn. Yeah. Woo. Hey, man. Hey, Josh. I just, you don't look so good. <laughs> but yeah, I just ran here two blocks away. Man, I'm training for the half marathon. <coughs> I'm a win. Yeah. Oh yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I'm training for a full marathon. I just actually got done running for about an hour, and uh, I'm looking better than you are. Well, I I raced my son to that mailbox over there, and I beat him. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Sure I just uh, I, earlier today I just ran a half a mile backwards. Oh. Well, whenever I was a kid, I won a bronze medal in basketball. Yeah, and I got to carry it out the door too. Bronze medal. Yeah, bronze yeah, medal. I won uh, bronze run, uh, cross country in the seventh grade. I ended up winning a state championship. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I trained for the Olympic team. I trained for the Olympics, the Winter Olympics, and curling. Yeah. What? What? what yeah. What's curling? Well, you get a broom and you get a rock and you throw it down the ice. And like that all the way down the and, and I was man, I was gonna be on that team and I broke my toe. Oh yeah, I won the uh I won the national championship, junior hockey won the national championship, ice hockey. Well speaking of winter Olympics. Uh well I won the computer geek of the year award almost twice in almost a row. Twice. Almost yeah. twice in a row. Yeah, I won the uh Marine Corps Sharpshooter Award and uh once I'm, once I'm oh, the car, I, I can guard the president. The well, show. I can put together a whole computer. I can build it from the operating system up and be like, what's Mike doing right now? What's Mike doing? He ain't doing nothing. He ain't got nothing on me. What are you guys doing? I'm telling Josh pretty much how I'm better than you. You're trying to one-up each Well, but we're. I'm trying to prove to him that I'm better at doing this but kids' I, church thing, no. and no, 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 that's no. <laughs> I tell them that I'm better no. at teaching. Yeah. I'm sitting. Look how sweaty I am. Even I'm not even sweating. Look, it doesn't matter what you have done. I'm not impressed with that. I mean, you're trying to. You're jealous of each other. You're one-upping each other, and it's time to go film the kids' church. So come on. Well, I can frustrate her better than you. Huh? Well. I don't think she knows what she's talking about. Hey, I'll race you to the mailbox, Josh. Hey, welcome to Kids Church Online. I am so glad you are here today. I always believe that when we learn God's word, he has something important for each one of us. So guess what? There's something important he wants you to know today. Have you ever said to your parents or someone, it's not fair? Well, we're going to be talking a lot about that today, but we need you to get your Bibles. So, in 30 seconds, run and get your Bible, a pencil and paper, and meet me back here. Okay, I'm so glad you are back. Today, when we are reading and learning our Bible stories, I'd like you to take notes. 
kind of think about, okay, God, what do you want to show me today? And then when you get that thought in your mind, write it down. See you in a little bit. Hi guys, it's Miss Lois here with another story from scripture. And guess what? It's a parable. Have you ever thought about taking these parables and acting them out or creating your own little play or making a drawing or maybe a painting to illustrate the parables? You ought to try it. You can find this one in Book of Matthew. It'll be in chapter 20 and read verses 1 through 16. And when you're finished, come on back and sit down and listen while I tell you this story. Jesus told this parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a farmer who went out to find people to work in his vineyard. He went early in the morning and found several people willing to work and he hired them for the day, for the day's pay. He went out again at noon and he found still other people desiring to work and he hired them and put them to work as well. He went out again at three and there were still people who no one had hired desiring to work and he hired them. And he went out at five and there were even more at five o'clock that had not been hired and he hired them to work as well. Now at the end of the day, when the work was done, the farmer called all the laborers in to pay them. And he started with those who had come at five o'clock and he paid them their wage. He called those who had come to work at three and he paid them their wage. He called those who had come to work at noon and he paid them their wage. And then he called those who had started early in the morning and paid them their wage. But they complained, those who had started early and said, we've been working all day and some people have only been here for an hour and yet you've paid us all the same. The farmer said, you agreed to work for a day's pay. If I choose to pay those who came later the same as you, isn't that my choice? Don't be mad and upset because I choose to be kind to others. Those who are last now will be first then, and those who are first will be last. Hi everybody, glad to see you again. Hey, remember that Bible? Grab it up, let's find this verse and underline it. Matthew 2016. Okay, Jesus said, the last shall be first and the first shall be last. Okay, have you ever known anyone that always wanted to be first? Man, and when it was time to get in the lineup, here they come, pushing and shoving. Or maybe they just outrun everybody so they can be the first one in line. Or the teacher asks a question, and they're the one that blurts out the answers without even raising their hand. Always trying to top somebody with their story. Well, why do you think they do that? Well, it's maybe because they're jealous or they want to be noticed. 
But you know, mostly I think it's that they don't care about others' feelings or thoughts. They're a little bit kind of self-centered and selfish. So that parable that Miss Lois taught on about how the workers were jealous because they thought they deserved more than they were promised. They looked down on the later workers who were going to get paid the same. But you know what? They probably thought, it's not fair. So let's go back to Matthew 20, 16, and let's say it. Remember our old box with good things? Let's see how we're going to say that verse. Oh, look at this one. Slow motion. You ready? Here we go. Start with Matthew. Matthew 20, 16. Jesus said, the last shall be first, and the first shall be last. Awesome! You did really super. Let's get another one. Oh, what's this one? Oh, wow, snapping your fingers. You know, everybody, you're ready? Now, start with Matthew. Matthew 20, 16. Jesus said, the last shall be first, and the first shall be last. Hey, there's some snappers out there. Great job. Well, we got one last one. Oh, are you ready for this one? Hyperspeed three times. You ready? No breath. Just suck it out. Big breath and say it. Start with Matthew. Ready? Matthew 2016, Jesus said the last shall be first and the first shall be last. Matthew 2016, Jesus said the last shall be first and the first shall be last. Matthew 2016, Jesus said the last shall be first and the first shall be last. <gasps> you guys did super great. All right. Thanks. Have a great day. Bye. We're number one. We're number one. Hi there. I'm having fun at this game. Go Aggies. We're number one. It's fun to be on the winning team. We all want to win, whether it's at a school game, a board game, video games, or being first in line at a concert. Human nature is to be first, but the kingdom of God is a backwards kingdom. Jesus said, if we want to be first, we need to be last. Well, what does that mean? We need to serve people first and honor them. We need to help those who are lonely and those who are hurting and even those who seem unlovable. He wants us to forgive those who hurt us and show God's love to them. He doesn't want us to be self-centered, but he wants us to be God-centered. God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. I don't want to live a self-centered life. I want to live a God-centered life. So that means I need to put God first, people second, and myself last. Bible story to share with you today, and I thought I would ask Josh to come help me say it. Hi, Josh. Hey. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> okay. You ready? Yeah. This is serious. Oh, go. <clears throat> okay. So here we go. Here's the Bible story. Jesus had 12 very close friends called disciples. They followed him everywhere. 
Okay. They ate with him. They camped out with him. Are you done? Well, I'm awake now. Okay. Okay. They got in boats with him. What are you doing? Starting the boat? No. 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 They didn't have motors. They they rode the boat. Oh. Row, row, row. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and they experienced miracles. <laughs> now what do you do? Those are the sounds of miracles. No, I don't, I don't think so. No. Okay. Uh, some of the miracles they saw were people with leprosy. Whoa! Feel. What? They had leopards on them? No. No. Like no, the black ones no, or the spotted leprosy. ones? Leprosy. Leprosy is a disease that eats skin. The leopards were eating their skin? No, no the disease. Oh, gross. Mm -hmm. uh, he cleansed those lepers. Okay. Not like that. Oh, okay. uh, blind men were being healed. I can see clearly. People were being raised from the dead. Alright, and thousands of people were being fed from five little loaves of bread and two small fish. What? That's a lot. Okay. That, it was amazing. That was amazing. Hallelujah. Yeah, kind of like it. that. Yeah. Kind of, Hallelujah, yeah, Jesus. Uh-huh. Yeah, I do. Okay. Uh, Josh, focus. Focus. Okay. But Jesus also made some people mad. Wait. Because he spoke the truth and told them they were fake religious people. People got mad at Jesus? Yes, they oh, did. Oh, no. Okay, tell me some more about this. Let's okay. There were some people that hated Jesus so much, they wanted to kill him. Oh, no, they did not. Yeah. I'm he had 12 of them. <laughs> you mess with Jesus. <laughs> no! Josh! Josh! Take yourself. No, no, no. They didn't even. They didn't have that kind of weaponry then. Oh, oh, so. And and no, they didn't act that way. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Two of Jesus' disciples, James and John, were brothers and the sons of Zebedee. Nuh-uh. Zebedee do That's a made-up name. No, no, it's not. It's just right there. Zebedee. Their mother came to Jesus and she bowed down at his feet. She wanted to make a request to him about her sons. Jesus looked at her and asked, What do you wish? Ice cream. Every day. Oh, this isn't about me. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, they didn't have ice cream then either. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, Jesus, my sons are very good men and have a great leadership ability and are your very closest friends. My buddies right here, right here on the left and so the right. So it... Yeah. So it only seems logical that when you become the king, that my two sons should be almost as important as oh, you. yeah, princes. And stuff. Perhaps one could sit on your right side and one on your left. <laughs> Jesus answered her, you don't know what you are asking. <laughs> For are you able to drink the cup that I'm about to drink? 
Yeah, what are you doing? It's tea. What's up? It's got a little bit of sugar. Okay, okay. <laughs> Josh. Yeah. In her mind, she was thinking, of course I can drink out of a cup. I'm not a baby needing a bottle, am I? <laughs> she and her sons replied, we are able. We're able. They didn't understand. Uh, now what are you doing? I'm able. I'm able to pick stuff up. No. Nope. Not that kind of able. No. They didn't understand that Jesus was talking about something very hard and difficult that they were all going to have to experience. Mm. They didn't understand that Jesus was talking about the crucifixion he was going to experience. Is that like croutons on a salad? What is it? No. How, why is that hard? Crucifixion is when someone like Jesus was nailed to a cross. Oh. Nails went through his body. To oh, hang this him on a cross. is serious. I'm, I'm a, very Yeah, you serious. go ahead. You go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I can't, very important. can't touch that one. No. He told James and John's mama that giving her son's preference was not his to give, but that God would be the one to decide. Well, the other ten disciples, when they heard about James and John's mama asking Jesus for a favor, got really mad. Are you kidding me? He did what? There's ten more of us right here. He ain't got enough chairs in the throne room. So Chill, Josh. It might be a circle room instead, but right next to him. Josh. No, no, no. no. Okay. okay. Jesus explained, whoever wishes to become great among you shall be your servant. And whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slave. Oh, no, not that one either. Whoa. Jesus was explaining that to be truly great, we must become really small. Or in other words, we must not be self-centered, but serve and think of others. The end. You know, when we read the parable of the story of the laborers in the vineyard, um, there's something more to take away from that story. You remember the parable. Some worked all day and got paid, and some worked half a day and got paid, and some worked just a little bit, and they still got paid the same. You know, when you think about those those people um, that have, since they were children, they've had Jesus in their lives, and they've walked with them all the days of their lives, since from when they were a very, very small child, and the Lord has been with them, and he's guided them and taught them and, and helped them all along the way, all throughout their lives, because he loves them, and that's just amazing. But what about, what about the people that are a little bit older, that maybe they made some mistakes in their lives, but then they've realize they need Jesus and they asked him into his into their heart and and Jesus came to their heart and, and transformed their lives and, and worked with worked with them and taught them and led them and guide them and blessed them too. And that is amazing as well. Just the same as a small child. What about this person that's old and they they just they didn't follow God and they didn't listen to Jesus and they didn't want anything to do with Jesus for most of their lives. Maybe they didn't ask Jesus to come into their life until they were really, really old. Maybe like right when they were dying. If you think about it, which which one of those people—the child or the or the or the older person or the or the elderly person—that waits to the very end? Which one of those 
people do you think Jesus loves the most? The answer is he loves all of them exactly the same. He loves all of us the same. That's, that's why he came to this world. That's why he died for our sins. Every single person, even from a small child all the way up to the very elderly, all of them have one thing in common. All of them have a transformed life, and they, all of them have a place in heaven with Jesus. Because Jesus wants everyone to be saved. That's why he came. That's why he lived a perfect life. That's why he went to the cross to die for all of our sins. And that's why he rose again from the dead to prove that he is the Son of God. He is the Savior. And if you want to ask Jesus into your life, I want to, I want to say a prayer with you right now. So if, if you don't know Jesus and you want him to be in your life and in your heart, I want you to let's all just bow our heads and let's just say this prayer together and, and, and mean this from your heart. We say, Dear Jesus, I just thank you, Lord, for loving me. I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you came to this earth, lived a perfect life. I believe that you died on the cross for the sins of the world. I believe that you rose again from the dead. I ask you now that you come into my heart, be a part of my life. I love you, Jesus. I trust you, Jesus. I want to walk in your way all the days of my life. I pray this in your precious and holy name. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer and you meant that from your heart, can guarantee that Jesus has come to reside in your heart and walk with you and live with you all the days of your life. He's going to transform your life into something great. Trust Jesus. Love Jesus.